0: So that light in your car is pretty bad. I like that it's right at eye level, yes. and it shines when there's not a passenger in the car. Yes. That's a good feature. Which, is,
1: which is... It just tells you that there's no passenger. Basically, yeah. yeah.
2: No, and no one is sitting to... here, in case you didn't know. It's <laughs> quite a feature. You are yeah. alone and sad. Congratulations. <laughs> um, the light, I think, has something to do with like the seatbelt. Like, it's
0: airbag off. Passenger <laughs> yeah. airbag off. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: you're right, right. Because yeah. right, it gets the airbag only comes on when you know someone's sitting in the seat right yeah
2: right Mine only
0: does that if I have something heavy yeah
2: yeah or two corgis a yeah um, actually
0: two corgis would probably do it that that's the end of that story
2: but yeah the, uh, lights are annoying on the car that you can't like turn off they should not be at eye level because there's no reason to tell me that hey you're sad and alone and have nobody in your passenger seat
0: That's just that's just sad. I guess we're bottle fusion. We're just sad. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another Bottled Fuchsia Cast. John isn't here because he's being a good, responsible adult, so we're sitting around and drinking and talking about video games in his stead. Uh, this is Fuchsia Cast number 60 for anyone keeping count at home and filling out their bingo cards. Um, you can find us at bottledfuchsia.com. We have streams at com slash bottledfuchsia. We have videos and archives at (laughs) youtube.com slash bottled fuchsia. We used to do a shot of fuchsia every Friday and post it up on the interweb. Uh, We are taking a bit of a hiatus right now, and we'll let you know when that's back. Uh, You can also follow us on all the social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter for the time being at bottled
3: fuchsia. Is is bottled fuchsia going to join Facebook dating?
0: Yeah, uh, we're all going to have one profile, and if someone picks us, we all get to go on the date together with that person. Oh, I like this plan. (laughs) Sounds great, actually. (laughs) We're not going to tell them that we're like seven people, though, so it's going to be great. Live podcasted. That's what you do. All right, so tonight on the podcast, we have (laughs) Komen. Hello. We've got Kay. Hi. We've got Kitty. Hey. And we've got Brady. Hello. And I'm Nanners, I hope wearing his underwear what? what all right so let's talk about some video games because it's been a long long day for i know a lot of us
3: who played some stuff
4: it has i should spend i haven't more time playing video games and less time working this week that's that's kind of how i'm feeling
3: your nanners your your list of games surprisingly low and empty yeah for you yeah
0: I I've been working on a lot of
3: other things recently.
0: Um not all work related for once, which is kind of nice, but so it seems like a lot of us have played kind of the same games. So, let's go with something I know absolutely nothing about. Kitty, do you want to go first and talk about your game?
4: Sure. So, I've been playing Gabriel Knight: Sins of the Fathers. Uh for those not familiar, the Gabriel Knight series is a bunch of adventure games. Usually they all have some supernatural element like vampires. The one we're playing is about voodoo and uh the main character Gabriel is kind of a uh I think he's supposed to be a lovable sad sack, but he's kind of just a sad sack of a novelist who uh also dabbles in illegal hunting for evidence and pretending to be a detective and impersonating a cop and a priest and all kinds of <laughs> other things. Um So I started, I wanted to play because my ex played through them all in college, and he was a big fan of point-and-click adventure games. As you guys know, Aaron is a big fan as well. I like them, and I'd heard that this series was a little more narratively interesting than a lot of other ones. Like, don't get me wrong, I love a goofy madcap adventure game, but the idea of playing something with a little more depth sounded pretty cool. Um, I like it. It's 20 years old now, but for the time it came out, graphically, it's great. The voice acting, for the most part, is good. You get an odd character here and there where it really, really sounds like a novice trying too hard. (laughs) But it's a pretty good game. But the thing that we keep going back to is you can tell it's a 20-year-old game because this guy, the main character, seriously says something weird and sexist to or about every single (sighs) female character he meets. Like, yeah. Yeah, he has an assistant, and he's like, In one of the first conversations you can have with her, he, like, compliments her thighs and tells her she should loosen up a little bit. Yeah.
0: Cool.
2: Her thighs.
4: Yeah, her thighs specifically. This is, like, his professional assistant in the bookstore he owns. And um, he makes a lot of passing comments about, like, being into whipping and bondage and stuff. So that's fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that and that sounds
0: like a very well-adjusted protagonist. How would he not be lovable?
4: Right. Yeah, so I get that the idea is like he's kind of a down on his luck scoundrel, but um, Can't imagine why. It might just <laughs> it might just be the animation. It might just be my natural bias against blonde men because they look too much like family to me, but he's, he's not really attractive and he's broke and kind of an ass and super sexist, so I don't Aaron and I keep saying, like, why Why are women in this game going for this character? Unless you're really Negging. into drawing, drawing Southern accents telling you about their, like, bad, unpublished, failing novels. Like, if that's your thing, this is your guy. Somewhere, there is a listener whose thing that is. <laughs> but, uh... So what... Wait, cool. where are you
3: playing this on? Like you said it's 20 years old, right?
4: Yeah, it was for PC so we're playing it on Steam now, but it I think we got it from Steam but it still has to run a crappier version of your computer to get it to work. And so it uh, probably starts
0: like DOS box, DOS box or something like that. Yeah. It's yeah.
4: not not quite that level. It's not okay. yeah. Um and it, the cool thing about the Anniversary Edition is it comes with an option to have director commentary on different scenes. So as you're clicking around, there's a little star in the corner. And if you click that, then some of the people who made the game will talk about it. There's also a graphic novel with the backstory of the main character's uncle, who's sort of tangentially involved in the story. So Sounds they, really uh, cool. Yeah, and I think they updated the graphics a little bit. So I'm I'm definitely not sorry to be playing it. It's a cool game and it's interesting. But um, Gabriel himself is is a little hard to swallow. And if he were here, he would definitely make a joke about swallowing.
0: <laughs> That's K shtick. I
2: was immediately <laughs> going to say like I like this the sound of this.
4: Yeah, but see, K, you, you do you do it in this cute little perky giggly voice, so it doesn't. <laughs> It's kind of just charming once you get to know you with this guy. I'm like, no, I've spent 3 hours with this game and he's not any less slimy to me. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I uh I love point and click adventures, <clears throat> so I have never heard of this, but I'm definitely interested.
4: Yeah, I uh just from a play perspective, I I'd, I'd recommend it to people who like point and click adventure games. Sometimes what you have to do is so obscure that you might end up having to use the in-game hint system just because it's things that you wouldn't have even known that were possible. But I think one of the updates they added for the special edition is a button you can click to see a list of everything on the screen you can interact with so that you don't have to pixel hunt, which is nice.
2: So I was going to say, like, yeah, is it is it optimized at all for, like, newer machines? Like, saying that you have to play it on, like, a DOS box, does that... Is it, like, a strict, Modern resolution? Yeah, like, is it a strict port,
4: or... I don't think so. I think that you can choose to run it in high-res to make it better for your computer, but I think the way they wanted to do it was, if you still have a crappy computer, you can still play a lower-res, lower-speed version.
2: Because, um... I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on here before, but one of my all-time favorite games um, is King's Quest VII. And in that, there's a puzzle about three-quarters of the way through the, the world. And apparently the way it was programmed, the puzzle, it was like a timed thing. And something about, it would run based on your processor. And something about, like, it would read the processor and and so many... What's the word? I'm going to fuck this up. So many cycles, Cycles of your processor or something. That's how it would tell time. So, on old computers, the puzzle worked fine and you got, like, two minutes or whatever to complete the puzzle. On new machines, it's an insta-death because the processing speed is so quick that you can't play it on new machines. And most versions of the released game, they've never like fixed that or optimized it for like, hey, here you, and the game's unfinishable then. You can't play it.
4: It's interesting that you say that because we did get to a part where, without getting too spoilery, someone in the game is dying and it seems like you have to use the right item or something to save them. That's where we ended last night, and we haven't figured out the solution yet. But if you do just sit there and wait, it's a game over. Uh. So I wonder if we have a shorter time for that than we were supposed to.
2: Oh. I mean, this was like... Yeah, it was insta-death versus mm. you used to have something stupid like two minutes or something to, to like run to this place. Because it was like, specifically, you had a firecracker in your hand. And you had to like oh, okay. go a couple screens over, lay the firecracker down, run away and then the firecracker would go off and with new machines as soon as you get the item it immediately explodes in your hand you die um but i was thinking about like with the resolution and like you mentioned like having to find like a single pixel now that there's like a million pixels on the screen rather than like a thousand or something some comparable number uh how that kind of stuff works like where well you do know Xboxes when they talk about pixel are...
4: hunting in inventor in adventure games it's the idea that in some games things are so well integrated into the background that you have to literally drag your mouse right. over every inch of the screen so yeah i would think that with the other steps they've done to like release this special edition that they would have adjusted for anything like that it is not without glitches though um and my absolute favorite one that i've seen which unfortunately aaron wasn't there to see because i started myself was the Gabriel was supposed to just walk across a room, but instead of doing his normal right leg, left leg, right leg, left <laughs> leg walking animation, it was both at the same time, and they just kind of bent back and forth, so it looked like he was like a squid moving <laughs> along, and it was amazing. His knees bent backwards. It was the best. I love glitches. Yes. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to play Mass Effect Andromeda just to see how crazy it is.
0: <laughs> I think we would need to make that a series if you're really going to do that, because I would love <laughs> to watch someone experience that.
4: Early Skyrim was great for that, too. Mm.
3: Current Skyrim is still pretty good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not much yeah, better. Bethesda game. Yeah.
4: So yeah, that's what I got. That's what we're working on. We finished cool. BattleBlock Theater. That was a good game.
0: How long is BattleBlock Theater? Because <clears throat> I know I've played a bunch of that, and I don't think I'm anywhere close to being done.
4: I thought Um, it kind of
2: depends on, like, like, who you play with.
4: That, and it definitely depends on if you're trying to beat it as fast as you can or if you're trying to get all the gems and do all the challenge levels. If you're trying to beat it as fast as you can, you could probably beat it in four hours, five hours. But we kind of took our time. We wanted to get all the gems in every level. We didn't do the challenge levels, though, because they're just cruel. But I don't know. It might have taken us eight or ten hours, maybe more.
2: I, I was thinking more like it's um, it's a game. Uh, I can't think of anything specific. Like Cuphead is coming to mind, where it kind of depends on like how good you are at the game and how many times you fail and how many times like you keep at it.
4: Yeah, and if you play with somebody who wants it to be competitive, you know, right. somebody who like gets you in situations Helps where you, you die on purpose, then it could take <clears throat> forever. I did demo Pit People, which, uh, if you listeners do not know, is made by the same company that made Battle Block Theater, Behemoth. Yep. And based on Kay, what you said about Pit People and that demo, I think I might try to play that at some point.
2: Uh, Yeah, it is not a game I liked at first. Um, And then I don't know why. I kept trying and kept trying, and um, I really love that game now. It's my treadmill game, so I <laughs> will I will regularly, like, like, all right, I'm going to go for, like, a run for, like, half an hour. And, like, an hour later, I'm like, oh, I should probably stop playing now. <laughs>
4: it's good but, motivation.
2: Yeah, it really is. It's like, oh, I want to play pit people. Oh, but if I want to play pit people, I have to go exercise. Uh, so if you ever see me playing, that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm on my treadmill playing pit people. <laughs> but I highly like, recommend it.
0: It's Okay. If you're not on the treadmill this week, what were you playing?
2: Um, up until today. Treadmill Simulator. Yeah, Treadmill Simulator, uh, mm-hmm. te- Teacher Simulator, ugh, Worst Simulator 2018 has, <laughs> has already been established. Uh, same old, same old, mostly. Uh, Steve Thieves, Vermintide, PUBG. Uh, I, I, I still don't really totally know why, but um all I want to do anymore is play PUBG. Like I get home and I'm just like, all right. Yeah. People stop having your own lives. You exist to be my PUBG bitches. I'm
1: judging
3: uh. you. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean right that that's yeah, right. what she literally says when she gets home every day. She just yells it.
2: Um I like I get I get irrationally mad at my friends when they're like, "Oh, I'm going out and doing this other thing with other friends." I'm like, "No. No, you stay home. You stay home. You sit here and play with me." Um but in non non selfish things. Um and honestly, this is this is going to be like maybe my weirdest statement of 2018. Um I tore myself away from PUBG to play Wolfenstein DLC. Um the Wolfenstein New Colossus which I'm pretty sure it was my game of the year last year. Um, but honestly, I'm now questioning that. Um uh had put out some DLC right when the f- the game came out and then every month or so after that, they've been releasing like another story um within that DLC and um I got to say that is a really tough game to go back to. And I am gonna have a really hard time forcing myself to play through that DLC. Is
3: it is it not good? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. What makes it difficult?
2: It it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. And, um, the this sounds stupid, but like the just simply the keys and remembering like how the fuck do I open up this menu? Like how do I even find my my. Uh, Wheel of Guns. How do I dual wield? How do I do anything? Um, like, you. I, I'm so used to using F. I guess it must be F for PUBG. But, doesn't uh, Pat um, Sajak host
4: Wheel of Guns? Huh? So, doesn't Pat Sajak host Wheel of Guns?
2: <laughs> it's yeah. the American game. Yeah, well, okay. We'll get to the, the whole American thing. Um, so. Uh, Anyway, in Wolfenstein, like, E is pick up, and F is throw grenade. So when on the screen it says, like, press E to pick up, I'm constantly just throwing grenades. (laughs) And I blow myself up all the time. And then that alerts the Nazis, and then they send the alarm, and Steph goes out the window, and whatever. So just the style of game, that rapid sort of pace, like running around, and and just the... it, It was just a game that was... Really hard to go back to, um, as good as it was. It's just there's a certain pace, there's a certain cadence of it that I, I I'm not in right now, and that's difficult. Um, but so Freedom Chronicles follows three people, um, Joe Stalin, but not that Joseph Stalin, I think. Um, Death Sniper, Death Silence. Something and deeds of Fred Wilkinson. I don't know. There's like three people and band names, huh?
3: So these band names,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it just it uh, sounds like that. And um, so each of the three people has one of the m- the mech things from the game. So like the constrictor harness is like the person. It's all stealthy. Um, the stilts. Um, person walks on stilts, and then the other guy—he's like the formal football player. So, like his thing is like he can just run fast at walls and break through them. And it just—it just doesn't feel good. I don't know. There's just there's just that it factor. There's just that mm, something that's just this is boring. I don't really care about these characters. Nothing about this is engaging playing this style of game is really difficult and and not grabbing me. And, um, I just like, I can't believe that I'm saying that about a Wolfenstein game where I'm just like yeah, this Wolfenstein game, I don't want to play it.
3: Sounds like you want Wolfenstein Battle Royale just last Nazi uh, standing.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> um...
4: It's kind of sad when a series you you love bores you with a release. Like it's not the end of the world, but there there's that kind of feeling of yeah. oh I wanted to like this.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's DLC for a game that was was phenomenal. Um it's just it feels very pointless. It's like, why? Why does this exist? Like, if you're going to give me DLC for a game, like, I'm going to get excited, give me a reason to get back into that game, and this just isn't it. Um, there's no, like, me- there's nothing new. There's no significant new environment or new story or new mechanic. Uh, there is one new mechanic. You get to pick up tin cans and throw them. Like, literal, Yay. literal tin cans... <laughs> Around the level, and you can throw them, and they make noise and distract the enemies. Like that's oh,
1: that's really exciting. Yeah, no, that's, that's, wow,
4: that's what we call the cheap grenades. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but if you bind them to F, I will just throw them fucking everywhere because. <laughs> so yeah, that's.
3: I feel like you can say that about a lot of games if you're not like actively playing them when the DLC comes out and then you go back to it, you know, 2 3 months later, it's like man, i got to i got to learn how to do this stuff again, again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's and and i think a game like Wolfenstein learning to play <sighs> it again is a little bit unforgiving. It's cuz there's not like I don't know there's not like a tutorial I can play again or something that's like oh right like F does this V does this like I I I would never have like figured out the buttons had I not like looked it up to figure out like how to do something again like I hmm.
0: You think it's really that different than like other games you've been playing recently?
2: Yeah, cuz like yeah. You don't do wheels in PUBG. Um, you could. <laughs> you don't dual wield in Vermintide. You...
3: you could playing a dwarf. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say the dwarf's got double guns.
2: Does he? Yeah. he does. Oh. Do you do you shoot the different guns with your left and your right mouse button?
3: I I don't know. No. I don't know. I, I don't use switch the, back and forth. I don't like... use the double guns. Okay, those are so good.
2: Oh. anyway, All that's right. that's me. That's...
0: All right. So, Wolfenstein is now disappointing. I'm going to write that down, and we're just going to make that a fact. There we go. Yeah. And we're done. <laughs> it's cool. official. They made, uh-huh.
2: they made Wolfenstein content that I don't want to play.
4: It's exactly how wow. I felt about Final Fantasy 15.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. congrats. You you made a game. I tried I to like it.
4: This yeah. should have been easy.
0: That was the Sorry, car John. one that just came out, right? Yeah. yeah. The boy band? Okay. It's hard to keep them straight. They're, they're just still making stuff for that game. I don't know. Yeah. What what ridiculous thing did they add recently? They added like...
2: Battle Royale mode?
4: They also made a chibi cell phone version of it that we saw at PAX. It's basically mm-hmm. just a cruddy version of the game you can play did, on a smartphone.
2: Did you say oh, chibi or cheapy? Chibi. Okay.
3: Like little body, yeah, big yeah, head. Yeah, I, I yeah. just anime as fuck is the technical term. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know if I heard chibi or cheapy, like cheap, low quality. But chibi, okay. Uh, I, I It like may Dennis. be both. Oh.
0: All right, Conman, take us away from horrible chibi things. Tell I, us about all the giant robots. I
3: played something new. I played uh, BattleTech. All the big fuck off robots actually they're not <laughs> even robots they're they're mechs they're mechs whatever so it's is this it's ter- Titanfall No cuz it's turn based no. uh-huh. turn based strategy it's more XCOM than anything um yeah. it's that style of combat it's it's turn based uh it's pretty slow some of which is just because that's the style of game some of which is because apparently the developers intentionally put in a lot of kind of like superfluous animations where you'll go and sprint, and then you'll get, like, an overhead, like, over-the-shoulder cam shot of your mech just running through the terrain. Um, which is fine. Like, it's, it's neat-looking and all, because, uh, you know, big fuck-off mechs. But the 400th time that you see it, and you can't skip it, it's like, can we just get to the shooting, please? I would like to shoot the things now. Yeah, I
1: wish those animations were a little more interesting.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's not It's not a super, like, it's not high graphics. You know, you don't play it because it yeah. looks awesome. Like, the animations are kind of janky. Um you know, even even when you blow something up, it's just like okay, his arm's fallen off now. That's cool, <laughs> which is fine. Like that's not you know, not the reason that I'm playing it. It is you know turn-based tactical combat. Um, I, I like I like BattleTech in the same way that I like uh, Warhammer in the sense that I've never never played the tabletop games. I've never read any of the novels or anything like that. I'm not I'm not some crazy super fan, but I really do like the universe that it's in, um, and I've liked the games that they've made with them in the past. But, uh, so basically this game has a story where you, you run a mercenary company of, of four mechs, only four at a time for reasons. I'm sure there, I'm sure there are like gameplay, like tabletop reasons for this that I don't, I don't know. Uh, and there is an overarching story where you were originally part of like some royal guard and your would-be queen got, uh, there was a coup and she got kicked out. Like on her coronation day, and you eventually meet up with her again, and I guess you go to war with like the people that you know screwed everyone over. Uh, I'm only like a handful of missions into the game, story mission wise, um, but you have you have main story missions, and then you've got a lot of like side contracts that you can pick up, where some might be go blow up a convoy, some might be defend a base, pretty pretty standard stuff, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's I, the Steep learning curve. I'll say that. I know Brady and I have been talking yes. about this. Uh, the game
1: shows you nothing.
3: There's okay. a there's a lot of information. No, it shows you a shit ton of information. It doesn't explain what that yeah. what any of that information means. Uh, so, for example, I one of my guys has leveled up. One of my pilots has leveled up, and he's got a skill called Sensor Lock. So, Sensor Lock will take up your turn, so you won't shoot that turn. And what it does is it locks onto a mech, an enemy mech. And they remain visible, or like they remain in your your targeting area for that turn, and it removes. It gives them minus two evasion. Fantastic! What the shit is evasion? I really still haven't figured it out, and I've played oh. you know fifteen hours now. Um, I assume evasion is some modifier of how much you can be hit, but I don't know exactly how much that is so and how know, like, much it's it matters. A
2: useful skill to like use or level up or put points into. Yeah. kind of a concept.
3: Right, I, I can I can use my sensor lock to dock off to evasion, but I could just shoot my gun and maybe miss. but if I miss, it loses one evasion anyway. How much is one evasion worth? I don't really know.
1: Yeah, if you hit, they lose an evasion too. Yeah, I don't know.
3: Um, but it, you know, you do have to think about things like terrain, like line of sight, you know, elevation. Um, uh, you're in, you're in giant mechs and you shoot lasers, so so heat management is a thing. So if you use all your big guns, you might overheat, and that could shut you down. So, like, you might stand in a lake where your heat dissipation is increased. That's neat. Which is kind of cool. Um, the way that you, the way that you, like, swivel and, you know, change your, your line of sight is not only does it change your line of sight of who you can see, but it changes who's facing your front where most of your armor is. Uh, so there's stuff like that. It, it does, it is slow. Um, you do have, you do have, like, the XCOM, when you're not actually in battle, you do have, like, that XCOM style screen where you're just waiting for time to pass and you can't make that faster. I was like, okay, I'm I'm not going to do anything for the next 47 days because I'm 40, you know, all of these repairs and upgrades and and stuff that's going on. I just just go, go faster. And it doesn't go. Not very long. You know, it's only a few seconds, but you
2: said 47 days, I'm thinking like, that sounds like a lot of in-game time, but
3: it's, it's a few moments, but it's still moments that I would like to make faster.
1: Also, other stuffs happening. Like, you have to pay your bills every month.
3: Right, you're a mercenary company, so you do have bills to pay. You have every
1: thirty days, you have to like, you know, pay whatever amount. You, uh, I guess, if you don't do that, you lose the game.
3: I don't know. I'm not
2: that. I've been close. Bills, you You lose the game.
1: I think so. I've been like one month away. There's like a little ticker that shows like how many months you can float on your current (laughs) amount of money. (laughs) So I've been like one month.
3: They're going to come, um,
0: like, repo your mechs then?
3: That's
1: part, yeah, I guess you just lose. I don't know. That's
3: part of the story. Like, when you originally start, you're apparently in a crap ton of debt. And so part of it is, you know, at your monthly finance report, it's like, hey, you're, you're paying off your, your ship loan. Here's money that they take for that. Gotcha. Um, you know, there's also money for maintenance and there's money for to pay your, to pay your, your pilots. Um, is there a loan
4: and an apron involved in any chance?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, I don't think okay. so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, you can't like you can you can refit your mechs, like change the loadout, give them less armor, more armor, change the weapons around, but um you can't save mech loadouts, so that's kind of annoying. So I went into a battle where I lost like I lost my, my right arm, my right arm got blown off. It's like, okay, it sucks, but like I won the battle. So I go back to the mech Bay after the battle and' like, all right, I want to repair this, but it has to take out the parts that were destroyed. And it tells you what they were, but there's no easy option to just go click and put them all back. I then have to drag the four different parts and put them back into the repaired arm. Like, this is just tedious busy work. Like, this doesn't actually
1: do anything. When that happened to me, I thought I was screwed because I had no idea what was there. (laughs) Right, yeah. You can mouse over this thing to see, like, the default template. Okay. So it's like, right arm has this gun and this ammo, and center torso has these three things.
3: But there's Uh, no way to just make that happen.
1: Yeah, even just, like, upgrade my stuff for me or whatever. Yeah. There's no option like that.
3: So there's... That's kind of annoying. I imagine there'll be mods for that, but it's it's a little silly that it's not already in the game. Uh, Who
0: made this game? Was it Paradox? <laughs> yeah.
3: Paradox is the publisher. Okay. Uh, the developer is Hairbrain Schemes, which... They... I think they did Shadowrun. Um, oh, okay. If I understand right, one of the... The founders of Hairbrain Schemes is like the actual co-creator of BattleTech, like the universe in the first place. Oh shit! Um, so I'm I'm liking the game thus far, but it's it's one of those things where it's really good, but it's a good in spite of like stupid shit that annoys you.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Would you recommend it to people who like XCOM? Or
3: yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, if you like that style, it's more or less the same thing. Uh, you can, you know, it's it's different. In some senses, like there's no, there's no like Overwatch where you can't just like wait for somebody to come into your line of fire and blow them up kind of thing, Um which I'm I'm a fan of because I didn't like that ability too much. I thought it was cheesy.
1: I like that it gave you something else other than like guard. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, you don't yeah. do anything. Um,
3: yeah, I'm. I, I like. I like what it is thus far. I'm not that far into the game. I'm, I think I'm a little further than than Brady is, but not too much. Uh, so there's a way to go Like the reviews say it's got a pretty pretty heavy difficulty spike uh, so I'm going to spend some time just doing a lot of side missions, just you know, getting money and figuring out stuff but I, I intend to keep playing all of my robots cool
0: alright Brady same question for you first you liked XCOM <clears throat> would you recommend this to people that like XCOM or is it a little too much
1: I guess if you like XCOM and mechs or BattleTech in general, it's probably up your alley. Um, it's pretty good, not great so far. Yeah. I don't know what would make it great. So, like, you kind of have to really like either turn-based combat or mechs.
3: I- I'm a fan of games that are very deliberate, so it's right up my alley. Yeah. Um, I-, I do have one question for you, Brady. Did you run into any trouble loading the videos?
1: No, I didn't you had some issues though I,
3: I had one yeah it I had a crash on load the game just like it would go through the intro screen and then it would shut down uh, and I guess whatever like whatever they used to display like the videos and the cutscenes was just crashing breaking straight away and I wasn't alone in this uh, and I looked on the forums there's like avi pro is what it is and I changed the Dll name to something else just you know scrub it and now it loads fine but anytime there's Anytime there's, like, a cutscene or, like, the intro video, it just gives me, like, the AVI Pro logo, which is, like, the spinning cinema reel nice. <laughs> for, like, two minutes. Um, but the actual videos are just straight-up AVI's in, like, the folders. So I've just gone into the, the actual, like, data location and played the videos after a cutscene. Uh, but they're apparently aware of that, and there's a beta test out for it right now to fix it. Cool. All
0: right. Brady, you have more games listed than I do. I win. So you win. Well, you and Kay, I think, actually can fight for it this week. So no, I think you both have. You have a Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Congratulations, Brady. You did the most game. Yeah. So what would you like to talk about?
1: Uh, Well, I finished Assassin's Creed Origins. Okay. And that game's so good. Uh, So I kind of immediately bought the DLC and then just kept playing, like the season pass. Interesting. There's two fairly big content expansions um, with, like, extra missions and stuff like that. Probably, like, another 15 hours or so of gameplay. And I wasn't ready to stop playing that game yet.
0: So... If someone has not played an Assassin's Creed game since Assassin's Creed 1, is this a good one to jump back in on?
1: Yeah, I mean, the overall plot is, like, non-existent. Like, there's no reason that you have to play through all the other Assassin's Creed games to get this one. Have they, like, Um, pretty much dropped
2: the overworld
1: kind of thing? Uh, There's very little of it. Like I, I beat the main game in like maybe around fifty hours, and there's probably like an hour total of, you know, outside the Animus stuff. They seem to just streamline everything, like took out all like the stupid, um, annoying stuff, and just put in all stuff that was fun. So like, all right, outside the Animus isn't really interesting or fun. Let's limit that a lot, and beyond that, um, slay the spire. Okay, still playing that. Yeah, um, I was checking out the beta build, um, which has the third character in it, and they are really interesting.
3: Is there, is there a timeline for that on when it's going to be not early access?
1: I think it's sometime this year. I forget the exact like right. quarter or month they said, but I feel like they're pretty close if they uh, can work through the third character stuff.
0: Is the third character going to be the final character then? Yeah. Okay and then you've
3: played all the PUBG with the rest of us.
1: Yeah, another staple.
3: Yeah. It's more robots, in my opinion.
4: I'm interested in trying more of that. I I kind of like the idea that the randomness adds an element of even if you're not great at this game, you could you could be out. You could get 98th place or you could get 17th place, kind of depending somewhat on the luck of the draw.
1: Yeah, you don't have to kill anybody to win. Right. Yeah. Technically.
0: We actually had a game the other day where yeah. uh Brady was the last one on our team left. There were three others alive and suddenly Brady just won.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. I was like, Oh great, I'm gonna fight like a full squad basically and then nope. Yeah, we were game making over.
2: jokes that like these are good odds, like three versus one and your one is Brady, like, Oh, we got this, like he's
3: clearly They were they were like, scared of you, balls. they all quit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they just <laughs> just uninstalled. Yep. <laughs> Sounds legit. Yeah, that game is still ridiculously fun. Um, I know some people don't like our game of the year decision with that one, but this is one of the years where I actually feel really good about that call. So oh, I
3: think you're wrong. It's okay.
0: So there, comment. So there. <laughs> Kitty how's, gets it. How's Overwatch doing? <laughs> I said, this year I don't regret my decision. <laughs>
3: There that uh, it's, it's,
4: do you guys still play overwatch at all
0: i uninstalled yeah. it wow yeah it's been a I long
2: think time there was some p like
3: yeah. pve stuff you mentioned yeah yeah yeah
0: i guess there's pve and they've added like six characters since i last played something like that i don't
3: think it's that, i don't think it's been that many when was the last time That'd you played? Be... Maybe five. Um...
4: I can tell you, there's still plenty of diva cosplays at um, PAX. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, easiest cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> bodysuit, yeah. black wig, done.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what I go as every year. So, mm-hmm. um, I actually don't even think. You know what? I will actually talk about a game. A game I didn't list. Uh, I was played it Warframe? some. No, I played some Super <laughs> Hot VR the other night.
1: Do um, so they add stuff to it or you haven't finished it?
0: They actually added a bunch of stuff since I have last played. I don't know if, Kay, you've seen any of it. Um, they added a headshots only mode. Oh. Which, boy, does that yes. suck. Can, can you um, get headshot only? No, you can be hit anywhere. Oh, that's cheating. So
1: if you punch or, like, throw a coffee cup at somebody, it has to be their head?
0: Yeah, it has to be their head. So, like, I punched someone in the head, but I didn't hit them hard enough, so they just flew backwards, like, five feet, Um, which that was kind of fun, but that mode's rough. Um, There's an endless mode, where I guess you play through the entire game in one long span and try not to die. Wow. Um, Yeah. Which, there's some parts in there that are rough because they spawn you somewhere with no gun and you just have to dodge um yeah that game is still one of the best vr experiences i don't i don't know what other people are not doing to try and compete with that Uh,
3: super hot battle royale i'm just gonna slap it on everything yeah
0: well so the funny thing is there is actually a battle royale vr game that i've been considering because it very much looks like someone just saw PUBG and they're like, yeah, we'll put that in VR with all the same assets. So I think that would be ridiculous to try. But that's really about it for me. I've mostly just been playing Sea of Thieves and PUBG with you guys. So
3: so, so talk to me about Sea of Thieves. Because I hear no. the chat. No, I'm, uh, serious question. I'm not even trolling. <laughs> like, I'm not even trolling. But like, I, I hear like you guys talk about this all the time. And everything that... Like, are you still doing the same stuff? Like, they haven't added yes. m- much, right?
0: They they have not added a single new quest type. There are still three types of quests. Like, it is, go to this island, dig up a treasure <laughs> chest. Go to this island and shoot a skeleton. Go to this island and find pigs or chickens or snakes. That's it.
3: All of the the chatter has been, man, I can't wait till they add this thing that they've been talking about forever. I mean, I don't know how long forever is, but... Yeah. Um,
0: two months, almost,
2: since like the, yeah. the, the first betas.
0: Yeah. So they had a thing I was really excited about where in their patch notes they said ship shapes. So I figured it wasn't a pun that they literally meant like, oh, we put different shaped ships in. Because right now there's there's two different ships. They look identical. You Talk can abouts. get different color schemes for them. Of course they didn't. They put in more color schemes. So...
4: Yeah. So a uh, friend friend of the site, Will, from Roll for Crit, visited us. And he's apparently playing Sea of Thieves, too, because one of his other friends, for some reason, will not leave the house but won't say why. We think he may be under house arrest. Um,
1: <laughs> That'll do yeah. it. Yeah
4: is is only currently socializing with the rest of the world via Sea of Thieves. And Will was telling us that if it wasn't because that was the only way to contact his friend, he wouldn't be playing it anymore because he was super excited about it at first. And it was fun to explore and fight and, you know, man the ship, but that it's become such a dry, repetitive experience that he just dreads it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's still not like terrible with friends, but it's really not something I'm excited to play.
0: Yeah. The the sailing the boat is still really fun. That game looks gorgeous, but like it's it needs a lot more game for it to be something we continue with. Because they're they're not doing much to it at this point. It's just kinda sad. I don't know.
2: You you say that, but, like, yet we still play play. it a lot. Like, we talk a lot about, like, oh, they need to add more to it before we keep playing it, but we're still playing it. There's still a fair amount of shenanigans that happen and and funny things, and especially when you are going after other crews.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, like, you know, Kitty, you said the social aspect, like, sometimes that's kind of the only way to play games with your friends anymore. Um, I still really like it. I, I think it's definitely repetitive, but that's okay.
4: I think it—it's kind of like I'm kind of bored of Cards Against Humanity at this point in my life. But if that's the only game people are willing to play, then I'd still rather play that than just stand around.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, think that's if other a people very are playing it,
1: person. and I just want to hang out with friends. I'll play yep. it. Yep.
4: Right, exactly.
0: It is a good game to drink to because you really don't have to think much um, other than steering the boat. And we usually let Kay do that because she has run us aground less times than everyone else has. So oh, I just, by law of averages, she's better at boat than us. I, that's not a...
2: That's not a, no. no. I'm not better mm-hmm. at boat. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, no, I just, I like having a job. Like I like having a specific job, like K okay, steer the boat. Okay, that's my one job. Instead of like, oh, I'm gonna do the sails and look out and then look for the map and then go on repair. I like I like having a job.
4: Then you I should like play Lovers time. in a Dangerous Space Time. That's like, like the point of that game. Everybody a has a job. I feel like I looked that up. I think um we talked about it before. We played through it with Corey. That's a fun little game.
1: Yeah, I played a little bit of it solo. I think it was like a PlayStation Plus game. It doesn't
4: seem fun to play solo. I will say that. No, it's not.
1: The AI dog does stuff for you. Oh. um, But it's, you know, questionable.
2: Oh, this looks adorable.
4: It is pretty cute. (laughs) And the music is is fun. It's challenging enough that you'll lose a couple levels, but not want to throw your controller at the wall. It's a good game. I'd play through that again if I had a group of people to play it with.
0: That would be a good stream game. I think.
2: I'm interested.
4: All right, we'll cue that up for the next extra life. I'll play that for you with an hour, with you for an hour.
2: Okay, we got eight months. <laughs> All
4: right. <laughs> On the calendar.
2: Uh, remind me in eight months. I will. All right. So we, we sit here and we talk about like oh like that sounds like an interesting game like even that Gabriel Knight one and then I'm going to sit down in front of my computer and be like oh all right because my class is about to be over um, next week is the final and then I'm off for the whole summer and I'm going to sit down on my computer and be like all right what do I want to do PUBG yeah
0: I, uh, <laughs> I think it's every time. Yeah, I, th- I think it's really tough, too, when it's like, I have a lot of single-player games I want to play, but there's a whole bunch of multiplayer games where it's like, well, I can hang out with people and play this. So I would rather do that than go, like, sit in a different room and play a game by myself.
2: Except for people who aren't on Windows 10.
3: Well, oh, I don't really have any interest in Sea of Thieves, so sorry. Yeah. I mean, So by, Pub by, then? Huh? PUBG, then?
1: Yeah. PUBG?
3: Minecraft? Yeah. Uh-huh. PUBG has nothing to do with Windows 10. I don't know why you guys keep fucking bringing that up.
1: <laughs> no, we just want you to play. Yeah, I don't I don't,
3: I don't I don't like the game. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't think it's a good game. I don't... Whatever. I'm not going to rant. I, I'll pass on that one. Yeah.
1: You don't like your friends. We get
0: uh-huh. it. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. We're not that sad. We won't cry later.
4: I get what you're saying, though, Nanners. I, most of the games, I, you know effectively being an only child as far as gaming goes most of the games i have nostalgia about and would want to replay and most of the series i like are single player but at this point i end up playing a lot of stuff that aaron and i can play together because i feel kind of silly being like okay you go away or sit here and watch me play fatal frame
0: yeah yeah definitely like i have god of war sitting in the next room and i have that patched and it was like i'm gonna play and then, like, Brady had IM me the other night. He's like, PUBG? And I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> nice. why, why would I sit alone in the living room, and, like, with the lights off and play a game when I can play with friends? So... With the lights Although off? Su- huh? <laughs> Never mind.
4: Bottled fuchsia. With the lights off, yeah. We like our friends.
0: Well, that's a happy note to end on for once. We right? did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we're at an hour, so Kate isn't going to kill any of us in our sleep. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> All right. So you can find us at bottledfuchsia.com. We have streams at mixer.com slash bottledfuchsia. As always, you can find videos and archive streams at youtube.com slash bottledfuchsia. F- fuchsia. Fuchsia. There's no T in that word. It's hard enough to spell. We don't have to have trouble it saying is. it.
1: The T's the silent.
0: Yeah, the T silent. <laughs> and also Good invisible. luck. <laughs> um, eventually we're going to get back to doing a shot of fuchsia every Friday we'll let you know when that's going to happen and we'll tell you about it through our Facebook and our Twitter probably you can find us on both those at Bottle Fuchsia. Um, I feel like we should just get on a whole bunch of other sites I guess we're going to be on Facebook dating now so if you'd like to date all nine of us one time at the same time There's yep, find us on there
2: Wait, where did the other two come from
0: shh We're just adding people. Yeah, I'm just adding people. They're silent. We'll all speak in unison. We're going to bring bring Pagetan and Luke along, too.
2: Yeah, you can date seven nerds and two corgis.
0: Yep. It's not bad. Yeah, it's a a pretty good offer. All right. So thanks for listening, and have a good week. Bye, everybody. See ya. Bye-bye.
3: See ya.